Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. But back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe, download, like, all those things, comment, rate, but also... Twitch.tv forward slash Up Next Podcast. Yes. Hello, Twitch room. Hello, Welcome. To the fight pit. Yeah. Fight pit two. Fight pit two. We we finally got there. We've been we craving it. for another fight pit for the, so, so long. The people and wanted finally, it. finally, they gave the people what they wanted. No Kurt Angle as a ref, though. Yeah, what, what's up with that? Yeah. What's yeah. he doing yeah. right now? Come on. Yeah, or Shamrock or something cool. I, I thought it had to be Kurt, uh, Kurt Angle for every, every fight pit right. from now on. Yeah. Well, Fight Pit 2 happened tonight. Yes, we are your NXT friends. Friends! Friends. And we talk about NXT every Wednesday night, and that's what we're here to do. And we podcast a lot. Um, how are you doing? How are you surviving? I'm pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I'm not bad. Uh, I've been dressing my finger all week because I sliced right through that bad boy. Right. Right before your Right before show. Hard to Kill. And I'm talking to people, and they're going, why didn't you get stitches? And I'm like, I had to watch Impact. I just get, had to watch... Why don't you get stitches? Because I'm hard to kill. I'm hard to kill, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's healing up nicely. Going to have yeah. a, a gnarly scar right there. Damn, I hope you're okay. Yeah, I, I think I'll be fine. Yeah, the rule is if it if it's... It's definitely stopped bleeding. Yeah, that's yeah, the So that only took a couple of days. We're men. So. We don't need stitches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just tape things up and hope for the... I'm like Sabu. I wa- my, Super glue it. My job is watching people do stupid stuff to their bodies on a right. daily basis. I can I can live with slicing right through to my finger. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Sankara when he hurt his finger. 
in the match. Remember? Yeah, Del Rio didn't like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it fucking probably really hurt. I don't know. Sure, it, yeah. he broke his finger. Of course yeah. it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you were doing a hard to kill show mm. and with a with a sliced up finger. You talked about TNA. I mean, sorry, Impact Wrestling. Yes. Uh, fuck that owl. You were talking about that, and then now you have Deep Impact. Yeah. With Andrew Thompson. Post wrestling up next worlds collide. You're doing that kind of every Tuesday. So yeah, far? every Tuesday um, from from now on, uh, I'll yeah. be going live after Impact Wrestling, and we'll be talking all about Impact. Um, it was myself and Andrew this week. I think I'm going to be teaming up with Andrew a fair bit. Yeah, but it's a rotating position so okay. uh, i'm sure i'll be with some other familiar voices on that show you know what you you gotta get you get you had tn8 nate milton i did on yep. hard for kill and he's he's the legend of tna mm-hmm. wrestling you gotta get him on a show with jp from bwe okay the tna, the TNA, oh, experts. The TNA experts they know everything it could be a tna future in a game a bound for glory game with those two right yeah they they love their tna yeah tna total non-stop action i feel it'd be one of those things though where you know when you introduce your two friends to each other and you find out that they've both got more in common than you have yeah and then you just sit there in the corner like like, cool yeah cool it's true remember the rock guys (laughs) (laughs) uh so you do we're doing yeah if you haven't heard we we do this show up next every wednesday night and the podcast is out right after we go live on twitch but We've added deep impact to our free feed as well as Shot in the Dark yes. with John Ceno, Ceno Evil. He talks about all the wrestling you don't watch. It's like a 15 minute or less show where he catches you up on all the other stuff NXT UK, uh, AEW Dark, uh, 205 Live, and all that stuff. And Cherry picks some matches for Yeah, you. especially with this uh, Dusty Classic going on right now with the. Uh, both the men and the women are having matches on 205 Live. So absolutely, if you want to feel all caught up in time for NXT or AEW on a Wednesday night, listen to Shot in the Dark. It will keep you right up to date. Yeah, uh, and every Thursday now, uh, our time, Eastern Time, 1 p.m., we've been going live on Twitch for our AEW uh, Up Nextra show, which soon to be also on this feed. I think we said the, f- the first... Thursday of February, so February 4th, coming on this feed will be not no longer up next row. We'll keep the name for a different show, mm. but BD Elite. So BD Elite. Yeah. Every Thursday. Uh, yeah. And you can, if you want to have a little taster for free tomorrow, join us on Twitch, 1 p.m. By the time you're listening to it, it might be, oh, yeah. quickly, turn on the computer. I've got to watch BD Elite, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah. And will be the f- perfect lead-in to any post-wrestling patrons uh waiting and jordan goodman are starting the wellness policy right. tomorrow at 3 p.m so listen to us talk all about aw and then go over and check out that new show it's definitely one i'm really interested in um like mental health i think is such a important thing mm-hmm. uh something we should all get checked out just like we check our teeth and our eyes and all that um and I think for a lot of people during this year, this pandemic and everything, uh, I know myself, I've been struggling um, in the last year, definitely. So I think it's it's a cool thing to check in with. And I think what Way and Jordan are kind of setting up this community um, for wrestling fans, but talking about things like mental health, I think it's really fucking cool and useful. And I can't see many other 
pro wrestling podcasts really providing something like that. So absolutely join us at one and then go over to those guys to check them out at three. Yeah, they'll be doing that show and uh, speaking to Jordan. He's super excited and we've had him on before and we've become good friends with him. And uh, it's it's great. I think that's such a great show and I can't wait to listen to it. We'll be in the chat tomorrow. I know that. For absolutely. Sure. The yeah. chat will be fire. Uh, so what we're basically saying is our, our free free feed of podcasts are growing. I feel we've just become a like a network now. Just, yeah, just tune network. in every day. There'll be something. The BDE network. I don't do anything now. I just go on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hang out with us. Mondays, we've been watching Raw and, and recreating things. And we have our whole BDE title on the line in 2K19 and twitching and stuff. Because uh, if you're like us and bored in the pandemic, come hang out with us. We'll be your friends. Um, yeah, lots of podcasts we've been doing. We did a Behind the BDE this week where we briefly talked about... Um, Wizard of Oz and Dark Side of the Moon and Gwyneth Paltrow's Vagina Candles. Yeah. So that's that's an exclusive. We can't say anymore because yeah. it's exclusive. That's the World Champ show. If you're crazy enough to become a World Champ, uh, you get access to that show. Wei Ting's favorite show. Yes. He says it's his favorite podcast. Listens right away. He does because he messages. He actually hasn't messaged me yet. He's probably behind on this one. He, he did thinks. comment on the Instagram. Though, oh, so okay. I think you've seen it. Yeah. Uh, so then we also have a top five show on the patreon this week top five royal rumble moments so me and you are going to dissect and count down some some moments and crazy surprises and just epic encounters in royal rumble history and some honorable mentions absolutely yeah. yes we've already recorded that that's coming out friday but still i love getting in the rumble mood so tweet yeah. us at up next podcast what are some memorable royal rumble moments for you i'd love to hear some maybe a bit more niche ones out of the box because they did that WWE doc we just watched the other day on AJ Styles with mm. the Royal Rumble. I was at that Rumble. It's like one of my favorite moments I've been at with his debut. And we talk, definitely talk about that on this show as well. And up yours, where World Champ patrons pick stuff where we review and we have them on. Friend and, I yeah, super best friend of post-wrestling, Jason Hagholm, one of our World Champs, has picked us to review the Royal Rumble 1995. So we're re yes. reviewing that this week as well. We've oh, yeah. Just, we've just been watching a lot of rumbles. We've been watching week. a lot of rumbles. We'll probably watch a few more tonight. Yeah, I'm we sure. will. Yeah. Uh, we're very much getting in the rumble mode because we're all gearing up. We're all strategizing ah. because, of course, January 28th, we can't do a show without mentioning this. Oh. It is the up next rumble and... The field is almost filled. We've got a few slots left and we do have some plans for next week's show to fill those final spots. But yes, we've you've been seeing on the socials all these people declaring themselves Martin Bushby just uh, who what what <laughs> Wade thought him and Martin were cool. Apparently not. Throwing pure fire at Way there. Huh. You got Thompson's still running his mouth. Yeah. Uh, so much going on there. Yeah, I, and heard, I heard him call you Braden on... Yeah, he called me Braden, yeah. He thought I was a loser for a second. <laughs> oh, um, we're on the same team. <laughs> we're on the same team. Why are you coming after me? Um, but yes, this Sunday, 9.30pm Eastern Time, on Jordan Goodman's Instagram Live, you might be familiar with his unnecessary conversations. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of inviting people. It's going to be like an open forum. It's a wrestling talk show. Yeah, That's essentially. What's right now. That um, if you are in the Rumble and you want to chat some shit and yeah. declare yourself and and all of that, yeah. uh, Jordan at Jordan Beatwell 
uh, 9.30 p.m. Follow on all the, Sunday. Yeah, follow all the Up Next, at Up Next Podcast, because we'll retweet and, and Absolutely. That so uh, that'll be fun. It'll be a kind of promo battle thing this Sunday that you can check out to get hyped for the main event next Thursday. I love it. We've become puppet masters. We got all these people to turn on each other. There's new alliances to be made. We have uh, some people declared for the Royal Rumble. We have some surprises for the Royal Rumble. And me and you are going to be the hosts. Mm. We're still not sure how it's going to work, but it's going to work. We're going to be doing a lot of trivia questions to, for people to to survive in the Royal Rumble. Uh, it's going to be basically us hopefully asking a ton of questions and kind of being the game show host. Shout out Alex Trebek. Uh, we'll be we'll be kind of rolling with the punches there and, and oh, yeah. hopefully create some sort of game and flow going through, yes, 30 people in this Royal Rumble game. And the winner of that gets to go on to the granddaddy of them all, the up next WrestleMania game to challenge me, the BDE champion. So I can't wait. I can't wait to see who steps up and eventually loses to me. Cause it's all just, it's all just like lead up to failure and like, it's going to suck. Oh boy. Yeah. You're fighting words already from yeah. the champion. Who are these jabronis in this? Martin hey, you might Bushby. not even get past Elimination Chamber, Brady. Yeah. Oh, is there Elimination <laughs> I Chamber? I don't know. Probably not. Oh. No. <laughs> See, Benno... This one game alone is stressing me out. <laughs> yeah, I, I listened to that BWE clip and you hear British wrestling guys, Benno, Martin Bushby, there's Andrew Thompson, Wei Tang. They're all beefing now. All beefing. Yeah. And some of our world champ patrons uh, are going to be in this actually we got a, a text before the show of a he someone who was on the post wrestling christmas show oh has declared their entry in the royal rumble oh yeah who uh, i they they said they don't want us to they want that edge pop oh they want the edge pop so hmm. uh, we'll see hmm. uh, we'll, we'll see we'll see, we'll see. Who it is. yeah uh so looking forward to that again follow all the socials and stuff because we'll be doing it live on twitch and if you miss it the podcast version of this clusterfuck of a game will somehow be on the patreon all five hours yeah, of it's it it's gonna be fucking long <laughs> it's gonna be crazy red bull is your friend <laughs> yeah yeah but no one's your friend in a royal Rumble. no one no yeah so all that stuff we podcast a lot uh five dollars a month north american tier gets you access to all the podcasts on the patreon all the past shows all the rumble stuff we'll be talking about best matches ever all that stuff go check us out and support us and i guess the last plug is hey thanks for everyone out there buying our uh, white claw raccoon hoodies yeah because everyone's sending in t-shirts and pictures of the stuff pro wrestling slash up next uh go buy a hoodie and support us here and yeah. it looks fresh why wait we've still got a few months left of cold weather yeah get it now get it while it's hot wear it while it's cold yeah you know definitely uh you guys are looking fresh in them and i appreciate you guys supporting but that's where you can go and support us too patreon and the and the pwt and all that stuff so uh thanks Thanks. Download the PWT app. That's new. Whoa, that's a thing. Yeah. That's and then wild. get our hoodie. Yeah. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash up next. And then go listen to Jordan on Scrum just, Show. Just be with us all the time. All the time. All the time. Are you stuck inside? Just hang out with us all the time. We're we your just, friends. Should we just like Truman Show, Ed TV this, like just stream 24-7? Can you imagine once the world goes back to normal and we're, yeah. we just start following people and be like, yeah, but... How about Timothy Thatcher, eh? Tyler Rust. Tyler, leave me alone. I, I've actually got to go back to work <laughs> yeah, now. No, I can't the world talk. is open. Yeah, 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 true. Well, for now, we'll continue to podcast and to Twitch for your entertainment. Wherever you may be, whatever you're going through, the world is uh, hopefully in a better place today. Going yes. forward, the next four years could be it's good. It's a brand new day. It's a new it's a day. 
A new world. Wow. Um, yeah. Positivity, people. Revolution. We can get through this. Yeah. Love over hate, definitely, uh, as two Canadian lads. Uh, so... Let's talk about some NXT. Let's do it. Yeah. Welcome to the Fight Pit 2. Disclaimer, take a shot every time we say Fight Pit going <laughs> forward. Um, <laughs> so we start off, but there was before kind of some news going off into NXT. We knew that the Dusty Classic was going to have two versions of it. Yes. One being the women's division. Mm-hmm. So we were we were announced and introduced to some of the, the tag teams there, but there were so many open slots. Well, there's a bunch of signings today. To WWE NXT, the Performance Center. Uh, one of them, uh, a few of them, I think, have been seen on AEW. Wait, have all of them been on AEW? Actually, it's Priscilla, Priscilla Kelly. Priscilla Kelly, definitely. But yeah. she was also in the May Young Classic. She's kind of been everywhere. Yeah. Um, and the other one is something uh, black. Elena yeah. Black, is it? Yeah, and she's been on AEW as well. Right. So uh, I know I, I'm familiar with Priscilla Kelly, you know, whole Darby Allen thing there. But mm. um I think she's great, and I couldn't understand why she wasn't like a mainstay in on Dynamite when we've seen. I think she was on the Cruise episode, Jericho Cruise. Yeah, we've seen her once or twice. Yeah, definitely. So she's going to be in this Dusty Classic. It's the Goth Bays, essentially. Yep. Uh, the two Goth girls, and I'm I'm all for it. I'm supportive of this group instantly. Uh, so I'm looking forward. I think NXT. I, I don't think NXT has the best women's division in all of pro wrestling and they're making total waves with it and have been producing as they show us tonight i I hate when they go into like oh here's they kind of force it down your throat show like oh we'll get there we'll get there for sure but i'm i'm actually like genuinely like hey that's great like it makes sense yeah why wouldn't you want it's very similar in in impact they've just crowned tag team champions in the women's division because yeah they've got great women i think it's it's still baffling to me why these tag championships sit on the main roster so much of the time when their women's roster seems a lot weaker, whereas pretty much everyone in NXT is pretty great. So yeah. I think this is a perfect idea, the women's Dusty Classic. Yeah, it's looking great. So new signees, more to uh, NXT here. And it's, I'm, I'm interested in it. But we start off NXT Wednesday, January 20th, 2021. Still feels weird saying that. Uh, we start off with a promo package for the Fight Pit 2 later tonight. But we start off with a match for the Dusty Classic. And that is Leon Ruff and Kushida versus The Way, Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory. Yeah, and we have Beth Phoenix back on commentary. Woo-woo. And Wade and Vic uh, celebrate this by... Exploding party poppers in her face. Ah. And yeah, Beth is back. Yeah, Beth is here. She is here to, she want, I guess she heard about this Dusty Classic, the women's one, and she's like, I gotta, I gotta, I, I gotta be there. Yeah, I've no, gotta definitely. be at the CWC. Yeah, you gotta be there live to experience it. Mm. <laughs> so Beth is back, um, which is great. I mean, I hope, you know, it's it sucks to ask people to go to work during a pandemic, but if, you know, things are cool and safe and whatever, it's good that she's actually there. I think it helps. I think she sounded better being there. I, I thought. No, I noticed it. it. It must be so hard. It must like, be. We find it when we do podcasts with people, like over Zoom and stuff. It's it's harder than in person. Yeah, we're lucky we're actually roommates, but yeah, we we <laughs> definitely are lucky in that factor. But uh, so we start off with this tag team match: Gargano and Theory, Kushida and Ruff. And there's a bunch of back and forth. There's ties to like the the move, the crucifix that Gargano like lost with, and uh, there's like counters from. 
rough end from Theory going back and forth. But eventually he tags in Kushida. He gets in and starts to work Theory's arm. Hitting there's like the, the classic Kushida stomps and the, the shoulder breaker thing. Uh, Johnny's in and now stomping around on Kushida, which is the match we kind of all want to see. Mm-hmm. But they go to picture in picture, and it's basically Gargano and Theory in control of Ruff again. When we come back, there's this like double team neck breaker kind of face breaker. There's this move the Young Bucks do where one of them puts their leg out and the other like gut butt and gut busters yep. and then neck breakers. Mm-hmm. It was like in an inverted version of that that uh, Johnny and Theory do here. Uh, but Ruff comes back eventually after taking a beating with his flying cutter, but like in midair changes his direction while doing it. So it looks just insane. And that's only a two count, but he eventually makes the hot tag to Kushida. He comes in on fire. There's the like backspring elbow and then the forward front kick. And then he hits the arm breaker, like cross arm breaker and Ruff hits a tope to the outside. And it's Kushida who ties up Gargano with this crazy looking like bridge Northern light suplex, but the hoverboard locks still applied or something hits this move on Johnny. He can literally not get his shoulders up and Kushida pins Johnny Gargano and Kushida and Ruff advance in this dusty classic. This fin- finish was crazy. Finish was good. Yeah. Um, I felt this was kind of the just Leon Ruff show this match. For some reason, this didn't quite click with me. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for that potential Kushida Gargano match. Uh, this was just fine. It, it didn't kind of have that, that spark and that bang that I sort of was expecting, especially with an opening match. Yeah. Um, Ruff did some cool stuff. I was pleased with the, Result, I think it makes more sense. Ruff and Kushida going on, um, and you set up that singles match, but I don't see these guys going all the way at all. Mm. Yeah, I because th- we feel- assume we're getting Kushida Gargano at uh, at Takeover. That's got to be the mm. angle. So they, I guess, the way cost them the match next time. They so fight. maybe that was why I wasn't too into it because I see this all as a way. I don't see any of these guys in the finals of the Dusty Classic, so I just see it as more of a device to further a feud but uh, our twitch chat is asking what the name of kushida and rough would be oh, okay would it be rough kush or would it be chris elliott's uh answer here d d lore sorry d lore leon d lore leon <laughs> like the delorean yeah leon <laughs> jeez um i think frank suggested rough time riders oh my god yeah great scott uh, so yeah, the way you lose here and Ruff and Kushida go forward in this tournament. But yeah, I think the match we're aiming for is that singles match. I think we all want it. Kushida yeah. and Gargano needs to happen. It'll, it'll be a show stealer for sure. We have Pete Dunn, a little video face to camera here. He's like, Hey, Finn Balor, you say that everyone watches you because his new shirt says so. And it's kind of really it's ugly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he says, everyone's been watching you, but I know you've been watching me. Our careers have been parallel, but we've never met. You were always like in different places and you were here first, but I did it better. I'm the new one. And it's my legacy to finally meet with you one-on-one and, you know, take the NXT title from you. And it shows like his history coming in through the WWE so and NXT UK. So uh, I guess we're going towards this match. I think this kind of video works for Dunn a lot more because you can show off in video form all the impressive stuff he's done, his epic title reign with the NXT UK title, um, snapping people's fingers, doing cool stuff in matches, and keeping it simple. I think his accent does enough to 
make him sound intimidating. I think this is a much better way of presenting Pete Dunne than have him going into the middle of the ring and going, oh, I deserve a title shot. Yeah. Um, so I thought this was pretty good. Yeah, I think the style worked better for him if he mm. just came out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I want to see that match. So I'm, I'm cool. With yeah, I, I think it's, I think they're building up kind of the top of the card pretty nicely. And is that we take over though? Is that main event? Um, I mean, you've, that, you've got the possibility of that, possibility of cross. Let's be honest. And going to Kyle again. I see that further down the line. Let's be all, let's all be honest. Do we want to see Finn versus cross or Finn versus Dunn? I think we want to see Finn versus Dunn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, that. So let's just go with that because <laughs> yeah. I don't want them to go with Cross, but I don't know. We'll get to mm. Cross. Malcolm Bivens is backstage. He says uh, we have some important business with William Regal here tonight, and Tyler Rust comes out, and he's like, "This guy's a future North American champ, a future NXT champ. He's just the future." And it's it's Rust who's like, "Yeah, I talked to Regal. I got a match tonight, and it's against Bronson Reed." And Malcolm Bivens kind of changes his tone is like uh well wait a second what i don't know if uh all right uh okay and like we got to regroup and then they walk off so uh tyler russ looks like he's like dressed like a lead singer of florida georgia line or something (laughs) (laughs) he looks to me like he should be in lord of the rings not a main character just one of like someone of rohan just some random soldier at rohan like his hair, well, he, he usually has his hair up, like the Last Samurai yeah. style hair. But here he looked more like, uh, I don't know, like a cowboy in a Skinamax movie or something. <laughs> like it's definitely, definitely weird. I, I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing these guys move on and evolve. Also, have you heard of the bust down challenge? No. <laughs> okay. A lot of people just went shaking my head. No, it's something I, I, I just don't click on these things anymore. So the bust down challenge is like these, these girls are in their like pajamas and then oh and then they go when down. they go down it's like they're yeah like, I saw all... Mia Yim and Keith Lee do it I think. okay yeah. so so Dakota Kai mm. is doing one and it's her and like her PJs and she's like about to do the the drop down and then when she does it it cuts to like a, a, a like selfie version of a video of Malcolm Bivens' face and he's like what what'd you think you were gonna see huh what what'd you think you were gonna see come with me you're gonna we're gonna watch Scooby Doo <laughs> and then puts on Scooby Doo WrestleMania mystery. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you all must know, I love WrestleMania <laughs> mystery Scooby-Doo. Uh, I fucking laughed so goddamn hard at that. Uh, so Malcolm Evans, we already knew he's funnier and needs to be doing more than just this. I, I, I liked, what I liked about this is it was a bit different from your usual manager-client relationship. Kind, normally we'd see right away that, oh, that was a stupid idea, you shouldn't have done that or whatever. Whereas I liked, he was like, ah... Okay, not the direction I was going, but we're gonna we're gonna roll with it. You got this, yeah. kid. You got this. Yeah, he's good. He's good. So, uh, Rust facing Reed later tonight, and I'm corrected. It's the Busset Challenge. Busset uh, Challenge. How could I? How could yeah. I? It's it's using a Nelly song, which is popular again. Okay. I know you love Nelly. I love Nelly. Yeah. yeah. Some country grammar. Once I'm finished with this plaster on my finger, I'm putting it on my you face. Put a bandaid on yeah. your face. Yeah. Uh, so we <laughs> we go to Carrion Cross who comes out with Scarlet with his epic little entrance here. And he's going up against Ashanti the Adonis. And what you expect happens. It's a bunch of Saito suplexes from Karrion Cross, And then the rolling elbow to the back of the head. Not quite the hidden blade, but the, the cross blade. It's supposed to be like the Masawa. It's not even really the rolling elbow. It's just a, a forearm. 
forearm. Yeah, it's not rolling or roaring at all. It's just a forearm. Uh, and then pins him. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know. I guess it's, I'm happy that he's not in the title picture, or maybe he is and they're just doing this, I but think he is. I, think I, I don't know. Be. I don't know. I think I'm done with him. Uh, I, I think the entrance is cool. I think Scarlet's great. Um, think he's got a good look, but nothing, nothing does it for me when it comes to the ring. Even these squashes I don't find entertaining. Like I, I think someone like a, a Lance Archer on, on AEW, and he's by nowhere near one of my favorites, but you watch him in a squash match. It's pretty fun because he's just fucking throwing these guys around. And I'm like, the Saito suplex looks fine. This, this forearm to the back of the head looked like he just pushed him over. Yeah. It didn't look... You see Osprey do the hidden blade, and I've been seeing it for, what, two years now? A year, maybe? Every time, it, my heart's in my mouth, because I think he's just killed someone. With the elbow. And this just looks weak. And he's a much scarier-looking guy. He's a scary-looking guy yeah. than flippy Will Osprey, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I just don't... There's not enough punch or snap on any of his moves for me to really take him as this killer. Hmm. I, I, I'm kind of gearing in the, that, that direction. Every time I see him, it's it's like every it's going away more. I want to like, be okay. proven wrong because yeah. this looks like a guy who could be on your main roster and be a star, be a star, Huge star. And if he can put on great matches, awesome. But if if you're not and you've not proved it right now, sure the injury held you back, but. These squashes aren't entertaining, and I, I enjoy a good squash match here and there. Yeah, uh, after the match, he puts Ashanti in the straight jacket, the cross jacket, and this writes him out of the Dusty Classic, apparently, allegedly. That's what they're, I, I've heard yeah. now. He so, took out Desmond Troy as well. Yeah, after. sorry, he took out his buddy there, so this team has been taken out. So there is an open, a potential open slot in the Dusty Classic because of Karrion Cross. Mm. So, yeah, uh, this was just there for me uh, i want to see this guy do good but so far it's like maybe w- what do you do with him uh, i need to see him put on like a banger yeah of a match to get me to i think everyone in his corner again uh we have a video for msk who is msk we are msk um and it shows them they're kind of going for that treehouse vibe yeah so they're in the in the, the ring. ring that they've been doing interviews and things like that in, yeah. but kind of dim lights. I think were the ropes green as well. The lights I think. behind them were green. lights were green. They're going of weed. You yeah. get it? Marijuana. Yeah, marijuana smoking kids. MSK. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what they're going for. The treehouse thing. They're doing Borat impressions. Very nice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, did we talk about Borat 2 at all on the show? I think we talked, I think we covered Borat 2. Yeah, it was good, but like, yeah. It was good, but again, that seems like a long time ago. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's just the references, come on. Yeah, the synagogue scene, though, in Borat 2 is... It's a good film. I I enjoyed it, there was good stuff. The rest of it, yeah, but that's one particular. Uh, MSK (laughs) doing Borat impressions. I I want Austin Powers impressions now. That's always goes over. just date it even more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I never get mad at Austin Powers references, and I never get mad at Wayne's World references. That's something uh, I love. They should do that, because that's kind of like the stoner, like, bro-y uh, thing. I don't know what they're going for still. That's the problem I have right now. They change their names, which whatever. I'll, I get, I'll get over it. But it's kind of like they're ripping off their own thing, but not doing as good job as what they used to do. It's week one, to be fair. Yeah, and th- this was showing highlights of their matches as well. I think you do... Maybe you do too much right away and it can be a bit jarring. So I think they're easing you in. Kind of, remember these guys, they won last week. They're in this. Yeah. 
snapshot of a little bit of their personality. Because, because sorry, his name is now Nash Carter. Yeah, Wentz. Mm-hmm. He he definitely is like the funny kind of mouthpiece, and I think he can. He's go the one that, that can act as well. Yeah. Um, Des, uh, sorry. Wesley, Wesley is a bit bland, but does really flashy stuff. So I think they'll work together really well as a team. Uh, MSK say this is everything to them coming here to the WWE NXT and being in this tournament. And they're going to go all the way. You know what I realized, though? And this is just a bigger picture. And I, we're not going to get too much into independent co- contractors, contracts and that kind of thing. But watching this like little vignette here so close to the Malcolm Bivens thing... I'm going, man, these guys, these guys all need agents. They're, they're performers that I like when I acted, that's exactly what you are. You're an independent contractor and you have an agent to look through your contracts and make sure you're getting paid the right amount and knowing your worth and that kind of thing. Just in wrestling in general, you would, you would think these guys should have one. Like everyone should have their own agent because I'm looking at these guys' names and I'm like, I bet you're not. I bet your money's not great in NXT. You've got these stupid names. And just watching this so close to Malcolm Bivens, who I'm like, oh, actually, you do remind me of a talent agent. That That is the vibe I'm getting from a Malcolm Bivens. So you're thinking it's I all a swerve? No, I'm just... It was something that m- was made a bit more obvious to me, looking how these guys are presented, looking at their new names, and just seeing the character of Malcolm Bivens who, to me, does remind me of an actual talent agent. So we need Malcolm Bivens or Robert Stone. Or Just to go Matt legit. Hardy. Go legit and actually start being agents for these guys. Maybe not Matt Hardy. No. Yeah. Uh, he showed up on Impact, though. He did. Pretty crazy. He's wow. back. Oh, man. Just nuts. <laughs> uh, this is why I do the Impact show with other people, not Braden. It's crazy. <laughs> so crazy. Wrestling. Jesus, what? Uh, MSK, I, look, we're shitting on them again two weeks in a row, but we know that they're eventually going to be, like, name, names, what is it, namestakes? I wasn't even shitting on them. Ah, you're like, you guys have shitty names. And it's no, like, I'm yeah, saying they, they need agents. They all need agents. So the storyline is Malcolm Bivens goes, guys, why did you change your names? You guys are great. Let's, ch- let's, fuck, let's fix this. Well, just look at Shaw Samuels on NXT UK, who's like... He was introduced as a different name, and then mid-match, he's like, no, I'm fucking Shah Samuels. That's my name. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, more people should do that. Shot in the dark every Wednesday <laughs> at noon. <laughs> we have Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm. They have a video here, and they're basically trash-talking their opponents. Um, fuck, I forgot who they're talking about. Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter. They say, stay off TikTok. Go back to TikTok. Sorry. <laughs> Don't stay off TikTok. They say, go back to TikTok with your TikTok videos. And uh, you're you're not going all the way. You're not even going to make it past us. Uh, we're going to beat you. And Tony ends with her new, I guess, catchphrase. Okay. Uh, yeah, this didn't particularly work for me. I think... Mercedes, unfortunately, she's kind of got the same thing as Shayna Baszler, where her voice doesn't really fit her look. And there's nothing you can really do about it. I just don't find she sounds particularly intimidating. And I still haven't quite bought Tony Storm in this character yet. That being said, I was looking forward to the match because I think um, I think Mercedes especially is great and mm-hmm. uh, looking forward to see the tag tournament start off. But yeah, this was pretty basic and then let's show that we know what's going on in the world and talk about tiktok <laughs> wwe is tony storm on tiktok i don't i don't have tiktok me neither but i might have to uh get in lucha house party come out to take on imperium 
for the Dusty Classic. On paper, this sounds like it'll be nuts. Spoiler alert, it's nuts. Yeah. Uh, this is crazy. So, Lucha House Party, Grand Metalik, and Lince Dorado, who still rocking that. I had to pull out my uh, Raptors jersey today because Lince Dorado wears this crazy Raptors-inspired gear. It's so hot. Uh, and Imperium here. Of course, you're seeing some crazy Huracan Ranas from Grand Metalik. He then stands on the shoulders of his own partner, Lince, to hit, like, a splash off the top of this. Crazy. Like, what? We've seen this kind of move before going on the shoulders. I don't think I've seen it with the guy then walking. It's Because they do it from the corner. And there was it to Bartel? Yeah. He, like, walks halfway across the ring to dump him. It looked so crazy. Like, I remember Big Show and Jericho maybe used to do it. Yeah. Like, obviously, Rey Mysterio and any big guy. But seeing just two luchadors here, like, doing the same size yeah, kind lo- of as it well. It looked really yeah. impressive. Uh, Eichner comes back with a backbreaker on Grand Metalik. And then they hit their, the Imperium hit their, like, double drive-by, to- uh, upside-down drop kick move in the corner. Uh, but Grand Metalik hits this crazy springboard stunner type move and then they go to when they come back from picture in picture he hit there's lince who hits this tornado ddt there's then this double jump moonsault into the ring from grand metalik uh when lince's tagged back in he gets caught into this wheelbarrow ddt double team from imperium there's then a double team from lucha house party which is like a top rope drop kick into an assist into the code red like what? oh yeah so kind of I can't remember. Was it so Lince it, going for? No, it's Lince. Lince has uh, Fabian in like almost halfway to hit the code. Ring, yes, but it's and mentally drop kicks to kind of finish the rotation. Yeah, just insane. But it's broken up like at a two point nine here, and then there's Imperium who do again. They're catching Eichner catches people in midair into the suplex, and Bartel does the same into like the DVD, and they simultaneously hit the Death Valley Driver and suplex Brainbuster lift but only for a two count. There's then Lince hitting crazy dive to the outside. And if that wasn't enough, we have Grand Metalik, who then climbs up on the top of the rope, like in the middle of the of the ropes, and then moonsaults off of that to the outside. And then it's Lince up top, who hits a beautiful shooting star press, and the Lucha House Party win and go forward in the dusty classic Lucha Lit Party. I love these guys. Uh, this was match of the night. For oh me. yeah, uh, for sure. this was awesome. I think I've made this joke before, but I'm going to say it again. Lucha House Party feels like back at work when the boss goes, "Hey, does anyone want any more shifts?" And these guys are just going, "Yeah, I'll work a few extra days" because they're on everything right now and yeah. they're killing it. And finally, like we get to actually see and enjoy how good these guys are. Um, I think just the the pairing of these two luchadors doing insane acrobatics and flips and stuff against the kind of European base smash mouth technical side just gelled together so well. I found this so entertaining. Yeah, the styles, like it's European style wrestling. It it just meshed so well. Rather than seeing Lucha versus Lucha where it sometimes feels a bit too kind of rehearsed and flippy, this was like the only way we can get out of your like grappling is by jumping and flipping and using our speed and then completely trying to ground them the whole time. There was some great stuff where after Eichner hit the brain buster and I think Bartel with like a, was it full way slam or a Simone drop or something like that? Um, Bartel does it into the corner and then holds the ropes. So he's almost 
like caged Grand Metalik in so he can't make the save. Just little things like that in tag wrestling, I think, makes it feel more like a legitimate sport when you're actually playing defense. Yeah. Like trying to break yeah, yeah. trying to block these pins. The Bucks do it a lot. The yeah. Bucks do it a lot. FTR are really good at it and Imperium do it a bunch too. And I think it's those little details that make it so much more entertaining. I thought this match was fucking fantastic. Yeah, like Imperium, obviously you'd figure they'd go through just because they've been a little they've been here a lot longer. But ever since the house party guys just showed up, they've been killing it. And we 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 put on Raw and we went on Twitch and played some 2K simultaneously and they showed up and they were they lost on Monday Night Raw, but then here they're going forward in this tournament. I think they should go like all the way. These guys, I'd love to see these, them go they, further. They they've instantly like rejuvenated this team and like yeah, why not? Why don't we have these guys? I think I mean I think Kalisto is crazy talented as well, but I think it's actually helped them splitting away from him because whereas before it was three indistinct characters, it was just three guys in masks and. Sometimes it would be Kalisto with Grand Metalik, sometimes Metalik with Lindsay. You didn't care. You were just, oh, it's two of Lucha House Party going at it. Now I'm starting to see them more as individuals, yeah. as Lindsay and Grand Metalik, and they're the focus and they feel more of a tag team. Um, yeah, I, big fan. Big yeah, fan. Yeah, and, and it, it, it was kind of an upset. It's not seeing it, it, everyone saw the brackets and thought where it was going, and now it. We're not going to see that. So it's interesting. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this and I think we should keep these guys. Can we keep them? Huh, Paul? Uncle Paul? Can we, we keep we, these guys? Well, we've got them for at least one more week. Yeah, I mean, they should go go on and go on. I really like this. Um, crazy Lucha stuff, but also from Imperium. Like, I would watch this match over and over again. We, after the match though, as Imperium are leaving after their loss, Alexander Wolf comes out and he stands on the ramp and then they all do their pose, and he's like, he's back. They're like, whoa, mm-hmm. Alexander Wolf is back from the UK here in NXT, which is that like the the step one of bringing over the the kingpin of Imperium, Walter. Well, I mean, we need to have that match against Finn at some point, don't we? Walter versus Finn, and they're both champions. They're both champions. They should fight now. now. Uh, yeah, I I feel this is possibly a, a step towards getting. Volta over. I mean, it. I don't know what the, quite the whole quarantine thing and all that is. It still might be to someone like Volta who be like, no, I'd rather chill. Because I think if you go in there, you're you're packing up and moving, right? Essentially, and Wolf has already been in Florida for a while before. Okay, so might be fine going back. I don't know, but yeah, interesting that mm-hmm. Wolf is back. Yeah, I, I, I want to see more of Imperium in this group, but obviously I think we all want to see Walter kind of tied up with Balor. That's definitely the match. Mm. Maybe like the Worlds Collide down the line, yeah. champion versus champion of NXT, NXT UK. That's take my money, please. I just want Walter. After I, I've kind of checked out some of the NXT UK stuff, just his matches mm. essentially. And I'm like, man, you're so yeah, good. How many more kind of dream matches are there for him down there? Yeah, exactly. One or two? Yeah, Maybe. and it sucks because he's like the only guy over there. But they got uh, t- just they got Mustache Mountain. Just do Volta Ben Carter while you can, and then ship him over. Make it make Carter champ, and pull a fast one. Make a, make a guy and send Walter over here, and he has so many fresh things. Mm. Walter should be one of the main guys in WWE. I would think we get the Ilya rematch. I, sure. I feel I feel that that's something that definitely has a rematch in it, and I'd love to see them actually try and do that on a takeover proper yeah i think that's something the like american audience should see right um 
Yeah, but yeah, I want to see that in my NXT here. We have, hey, they must have listened to us. Or it, We talked about weigh-ins oh, yeah. last week. Well, here's a weigh-in for the fight pit. <laughs> they got it like an MMA style with all the flash photography going on, all the press covering this big fight feel here. Champa weighing in at 201 pounds. And Timothy Thatcher, 225. Hmm. Weight advantage and reach advantage, they tell us. The tail of the tape here uh and they show uh these two kind of getting in each other's face here during the weigh-in ready for the fight pit so totally treating it like fight island ufc yes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we just need a video like dana white Uh, i love it i think we as we said last week no no for for fight pit i want this kind of presentation and you had it felt like press was there There there's a lot of snapping like photographs and stuff uh, I like this. See, Walter in a fight pit? Oh, my word. Yeah, see? Yeah. We have William oh, Regal. Oh, Walter Thatcher in a fight pit? Yeah, oh, exactly. Yes. Bravo. We have William Regal and Beth Phoenix on the entrance ramp here in front of the Dusty Cup. And they are talking about the history and evolution of NXT and the women's division, women's wrestling. And they show, like, basically this, this slideshow of all the women who've come through NXT and are now like champions and superstars on main roster and just basically a little rundown memory mm. lane of NXT women's division. And this is where it's got really WWE for me. It's like, hey, this is all the stuff we do, like history, history, history. It's like, come on, you don't have it's, to. It's like giving food to a homeless person, but getting your mate to film you do it. <laughs> exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's just what it feels like. And I think at this point now, like, don't get us wrong. Like, we want to see this. Yeah. We want to see a lot of women's wrestling. Yeah. But I think shouting it out from the rooftops every time, we've already had women main event WrestleMania. Yeah. That's kind of about as big as it gets, apart from just more women's matches on a card. But the women have already main evented WrestleMania. Why are we making out like a tag tournament is history? Like, it's... This pales in comparison. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it seems weird to be patting yourself on the back about it. I think you could still do something like this, like a video package showing like they did all the... I thought it was great seeing all these women who've been in NXT who are doing fantastic stuff now. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's history, history, history. It's like, come on, it's amazing. It's great. Look at all the stars. NXT, women's wrestling has been great. It's so much fun. They main event often. It's... It's great. People are coming here and this is where they show the lights turn on and behind them are all these participants in the Dusty Classic. So we got a bunch of teams here, including the new signees. They're there, the goth base. They're there. <laughs> uh, we see Ember Moon. We see all the teams, Candice LeRae, basically like the whole like women's roster here in NXT kind of paired up as tag teams and saying this is the start of this. This tournament here with all these women involved. And I, I like that part where it's like the lights turn on. They're all there. Whoa. Great, yeah. Awesome. Uh, so I'm, I'm super stoked. And we start off with a match from this tournament. The Women's Dusty Cup. The Women's Dusty Classic. Casey Catanzaro going up against... K- and, sorry. And Caden Carter, the tag team. Casey and Caden going up against Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm, are you doing the back? I'm doing to back? the Casey and Caden back to back, back to back pose. Caden uh, Carter and Tony Storm tie up in the beginning here, and eventually Casey's in with a Tope Atomico sent on there. There's Mercedes who gets Casey up in like a suplex lift, and then in midair catches her and turns it into like a 
Davy Boy power slam type move. It looked great. We thought it was a jackhammer at one point. It was kind of, yeah. yeah. Mercedes is beast. Uh, we go to commercial, but when we come back, Mercedes hits a belly to belly and then Tony hits her ass attack in the corner. There's then uh, a Rana off the top rope from Casey as she counters Mercedes there, which gains them advantage. Carter tags in, hits a drop kick splash, like two for one combo here. And then Casey Catanzaro hits this corkscrew plancha to the outside looking nuts. And we have Carter and Storm who are beating each other up. Storm headbutts her and German suplexes her for a two count and then locks her in a single leg crab. crab. And as Mercedes is about to break it up, Io Shirai shows up and takes out Mercedes, like lays her out on top of the table there and just beats the shit out of her. And then we see Caden Carter, who now has Tony Storm just stuck in the ring alone, puts her in this like twisting, like Indian deathlock type move, Mm. keeping Tony down. Casey Catanzaro tags in here, goes up top, and Casey Catanzaro hits a... Casey Phoenix double moon. Yeah, what was a this? Corkscrew moon double Phoenix senton. splash into senton. a senton, I think. A Casey Casey shit. Casey. I'm calling it the WTF because yeah. I don't think anyone knows what the fuck this was. It looked <laughs> ridiculous. I don't know if it's what she meant to do or not. If she didn't mean to do this and meant something else, try and do this again. Do a double moon. This was nuts a twisting double moon just blew up twitter oh, yeah. earlier Holy. um go look at this if, if, you if you're just it. listening yeah watch this you just watch this. the finish because this is i've never seen anything like this uh, it was crazy i know there's ties between her and ricochet yeah and we've seen ricochet in nxt do the double moon mm-hmm. and i guess she, she picks up some some tricks from old rick Rick's tricks I guess. with this uh, double moon business. What is going on with this move? This was nuts. Casey Catanzaro hitting this. Yeah, she moonsaults, but while she's moonsaulting, she corkscrews it's... and then double flips. Moons, double moons. Yeah. I don't know, man. What the fuck? It's is crazy. Right? Yeah, the WTF by Casey Catanzaro. I think, I think that's what it's got to be called. Well, Caden and Casey win the match and go forward in the Dusty Classic. Wow. Um, The match was fine up and I mean, that... The end was absolutely nuts. I just really liked the booking of this. It it made sense. I think we've been saying about how in these tournaments, we want to see the actual established tag teams go through. And when we look at the brackets here and we see Casey and Caden against Mercedes and Tony Storm, although Casey and Caden are the established tag team, I think you look and you go, well, it's going to be Mercedes and Tony because they're yeah. more established characters. And both of them have been talking shit about... Um, EO. So it, it made sense. EO comes out, fights them both, and then EO looked you, ha- great. you have the actual tag team win. Yeah. EO looked a badass. You've now furthered that feud, which um, I assume we're going to get some multi-woman match or something for the title. And your actual established tag team go over, but by looking awesome, by doing this crazy move. Okay, I'm watching this gif of this move again, and Shawn Michaels is like, how many flips was that? He tweeted. But like, Corkscrew double moon, moonsault, I guess what you could call this. Just crazy. It's crazy. Uh, it, she kind of just lands on her own back, like flops. It ends like, as a center. I mean, looks painful. <laughs> 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 Tony's lying there just like, what is yeah. coming towards me? Yeah, uh, just insane. I don't know what we're calling it. The WTF indeed. The this people are in the chat are saying the cat and arrow. 
like the Black Arrow. Okay. Uh, the Katanzawa, or sorry, oh, the Katanzawa. Yeah. Uh, geez, this this move uh, was nuts. How many flips, indeed? So many flips. Uh, so Casey and Caden are super excited. Uh, just a little later on, they come in getting interviewed. And they're like rallying with their towels all hyped up, like woo! And they they get interviewed, and they just have like one thing to say, and that's we're gonna win the whole thing. We're winning this whole damn thing, and uh, they go on to celebrate. I wouldn't mind to see a like a dark horse team like them just go all the way because they've been there a while now. Yeah. It feels like a couple of years since the Mayon Classic when they've come in, and I think it would be cool to have a who are you. Well, it's Asker and Charlotte, your champions right now. They still haven't said what the winner gets, apart from the trophy. It's got to be a title. I hope they get a title shot. Yeah, it's got to be. It seems daft otherwise. Yeah, so looking forward to seeing where they go down the line. And uh, I want to see more flippy shit from Casey Catanzaro. <laughs> crazy. Finn Balor is looking for William Regal, and he finds him. He says, uh, I got a lot of enemies. I got enemies. Got a lot of enemies. He says, I'm going to cut off their legs and their arms. <laughs> I'm not joking. That's what he said. I'm going to cut off their legs. He wants the match against done, but is like, first I want to take off the the legs and arms before taking off the head. And the legs and arms are Birch and Oni. And he wants them both just by himself. I'm going to cut off their arms. And then Regal goes, hey, well, I can't let you do that. You're a (laughs) champ and you just got hurt. I'm not putting you up against two mates. You gotta, you gotta get your own mate. You gotta, you gotta find a friend. And he says, and "I don't got friends. I don't have any friends, <laughs> not anymore." That was the old Finn Balor. The said. old Finn Balor had friends. Yo, Finn was intense tonight. What was going what on? What was on with Finn? Finn? He's had a bad week or something. Fucking hanging out because he was song. just, he was just so dark and brooding the whole time. It's, you know, when after the summer holidays, when someone comes back and they're just, you notice a change. Yeah. They've just changed. Something happened over the summer. Yeah. That was Finn here. Like, I, I know, know he's been going, going down this intense note, but I don't have any friends. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the promos tonight, honestly. <laughs> so many people were cutting these weird just, things. I think just pull it back a bit, maybe. <laughs> Guys. It, it was a lot from Finn here. I loved it. Like, I, I love and hate it, I guess. But uh, he says... I don't have any friends. And Regal says, well, maybe you should keep your enemies closer. And I guess we can assume he means Kyle O'Reilly. Mm. Hopefully. We'll see. We have Champa. He's backstage. He's getting ready for his fight pit. He's getting prepared. It's like a backstage like MMA training, getting the, the tape on, getting ready for his fight. Uh, we have... Uh, this is where we saw Casey and Caden. But now we go to Bronson Reed, who's getting ready for his match against Rust. But he's met backstage by Swerve. Isaiah Scott here. He says, hey, good luck in your match tonight. But uh, don't ever enter my business again. But good luck. Cheers. I quite actually liked how they showed this uh, like in silence before yeah. the commercial. And then they were like, hey, we needed to go back and actually hear what Swerve said then. Swerve is in a suit. I love this look for Swerve. I think he pulls off the suit really well and just comes across as this kind of slimy dick just hanging around backstage making enemies. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I-, I like it too. He's definitely becoming this heel character and mm. he's got to like flip, the, it's switch, working for flip him. the switch eventually. Bronson Reed versus Tyler Rust with Malcolm Bivens. Uh, Beth Phoenix says, uh, Swerve better be careful. You should know better than to step on Godzilla's tail. See, Beth is, Beth is all right here. I like Beth here. I think she's better when she's in the actual environment. Uh, we have a gut buster from Reed early on and then lifts him up 
deadlift style, but then it's like an inverted fallaway slam. And then it, while this match is happening, we go backstage because there's a fight breaking out between like all sorts of, is it Io Shirai? Tony Io, Tony Stone. and Mercedes. Everyone's fighting. It's chaos and anarchy, cats and dogs living together. Back to the match. There's a choke bomb, like Uranagi style, like turning around by Bronson Reed, but Russ kicks out at two. Bronson's up top for the splash, but Russ gets up and hits him with a pump kick and then like, uses the ropes, the turnbuckle, to help him Samoan drop Reed, which he's a lot bigger than him, and does that, but it's only two. Yeah, actually, some really impressive strength there from Tyler Rust. Yeah, uh, looked looked crazy, but Reed kicks out, and then it's basically Reed who... he uh, Sorry, Rust is going for his finisher, which is like the, the party foul, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, cutter thing, but... Bronson just swats him away and the guy does the flip anyways and then he picks him up he drops him down and then goes up top hits the tsunami splash and Reed pins Rust I liked Way's call with the tsunami yeah like the tsunami yeah as he lands it's over uh yeah uh, I thought this was a, a little bit of a squash match but I love Reed it so. was it was a squash but gave enough to Rust that can continue his story like showing off that impressive strength being able to lift Bronson it it showed that Bronson is a league above him which is great because he is and Bronson is a feature but with Rust with this Malcolm Bivens thing and as Malcolm Bivens is saying on the way out, it's like, it was just a stumbling block. Okay. We can work on this. It's okay, man. And it, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm watching that. And yeah, you did. You picked him up. That was impressive. But we got to work on this, this, and this. I think the loss actually worked and they, they did this pretty well. Before we move on, what are your thoughts on Bronson Reed's cuddly toy on his shoulder? Okay, well, we've seen <laughs> it like in entrances, but now we kind of saw it more up close in that. Yeah. I love it and hate it. Like, I love it and I hate it. I'm... I'm yet to decide. So for those who didn't see, he's wearing this jacket. The skyline. With the skyline, uh, which looks cool. But then on his shoulder, he's got Godzilla like, stuck on a Godzilla cuddly toy. It goes around his shoulders, but on one side looks like a miniature like Godzilla face on his yeah. side of his head. Um, I'll have to think. I'll have to think. Because I, I think enough is cool already that we already get he's the monster. I don't know if you de- necessarily need to see a... A plush toy on his shoulder. It's more it. so like go with gear that's inspired by Godzilla, like skin color, yeah, like fins or gills and stuff. More so than just putting a little Godzilla and buildings on your it's, gear. It's something for sure. Like down the line, main roster, this is something I could totally see being sold at a WrestleMania. This looks like Keith shop, <laughs> you know, um, Godzilla did like he'd. They they clearly listen, Braden. He changed his singlet because remember he was wearing the skull and crossbone, which yeah. is very like Legado del Fantasma's emblem. Yeah. So I'm glad he changed that. Um, yeah, he looked his gear, his he in-ring gear, his in-ring good. gear looks good. Um, yeah, I like this guy. Yeah, not convinced by the jacket yet, but we'll see. I do like this guy. Uh, I'm excited for Godzilla versus King Kong, the new one coming out. It's the rematch of the century. Oh, yeah, they're they're putting it out on. It's supposed to be in theaters, but they're gonna put it out on whatever. Why, like? Well, it's not going to come out anytime soon. Like, they're just going to put but it out. But do you want to... Like, I don't want to watch a film like that on the TV. Yeah, true. If if I'm going to see Godzilla versus King Kong, yeah. I want a big screen to see that on. Yeah. And I'll wait. I can't say I'm particularly in any rush to see Godzilla <laughs> King Kong. But it's one I'd go like, yeah, I'll watch that in the theaters. Yeah. I think... Uh, I when? Think, I think Godzilla's got him this time. You think he's got him? Yeah. Should I bet on it? Did he lose the first one? I think they fought a few times. I could be wrong. Uh, but... Yeah, like Reed could definitely do like some some inspired. 
I know Alistair Black in NXT had this gear that was supposed to be like demon esque. Oh, things. I know what you like, mean. Go for that style. Yeah. Like go for the the the, the textures of L- like, like Drago. In yeah, the exactly, ground. exactly. That mm, go for, that could be cool. Yeah, go for that. Don't just try to put a monster on your shoulder. Because he's meant to be the monster. Yeah, you are the monster. And then he's got his little mate monster on yeah, his shoulder. Yeah, it's like, all right, it's like some little, little Disney sidekick. sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> Mushu, just Mushu. hanging out. Or like the parrot from Aladdin. Yeah. yeah. It's something like that, yeah. Uh, but he's in the right direction. Still. He is, yeah. yeah. Uh, I liked this match for both guys. So Mackenzie Mitchell's backstage with Finn Balor, and she's like, yo, you need a friend. You don't have any. You said you don't have friends. I'll be your friend. She says, you need a friend. You need a partner. And we go to break, but when we come back, it says this is what happened. And it's Finn Balor going to the locker room of Undisputed Era. And they're like, look what the cat dragged in. <laughs> and they, he's like, hey, uh, I need uh, – you, you owe me one. Basically, I saved you last time, and you owe me one. So uh, if you're not sucking food through a straw anymore – Finn, have you just lacked like, – No wonder you don't have friends. Have you got tacked? <laughs> like hey can you help me out if you're not too busy sucking up food from a straw after i broke your jaw come on dude no wonder you don't have friends he was also so rude to mackenzie earlier yeah she's like finn where are you going he's like where do you think i'm going yeah it's like well i i don't know finn it's a big building so it looks as if adam cole was gonna step in and be like i got you i'll be your partner but didn't do that yeah and roddy just the wild card the hot horse like the (laughs) hot head just on with his hoodie up Ready to go. I'll fight you. I'll fight you. Um, but yeah, th- I like that this is the direction it's going. Finn and Kyle going to team up to take on Danny and Oni. Should I think for the titles. I think we're going to get... Put the titles on the line, cowards. Sure, why not? Change it up. The winner of the Dusty Cup gets the title shot. Wow, you get to go up against Danny and Oni. No offense to Danny and Oni, but wouldn't it be hot if you were going up against Kyle and Finn? Kyle and Finn, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I like... I, I do feel we're going to see Kyle Finn 3 at some point Fight pit. but i feel that's months and months away so but i think they're doing the right thing by keeping them still somehow aligned and tangled with each other um i'm a fan yeah uh, i'm interested to see that match next week i think it'll be a banger we go to santos escobar and uh f- i forget their name all the time legado del fantasma ldf Santos in the, in uh, ringside while the two are in the ring he, as he's walking around with a microphone. He says, a real champ does what he wants when he wants. Not fake champs, not paper champs like Gargano and his curse. Or Finn, who gets injured after every match. Or Karrion Cross, They all lose on their first, like, g- uh, matches. They can't defend. Yeah, yeah you, you guys suck. You're I'm not the real winningest. They don't, you don't make the cut. And he kind of goes off on Karrion Cross a little bit, which I think will play into something maybe next week. But he says, Karrion Cross, the NXT title was a heavy chip on your shoulder that you couldn't hold up. And I back up every word that I say. Everyone tries to step up and ruin our empire, but I send them packing. They don't do it. And I'm the champions of champions. And we'll all be champions of champions. We're going to win the Dusty Cup, and I'll still be champion, and we'll run this place. And they're interrupted by Lucha house party who come down again hot off you, you want me to do a double guys yeah, yeah. i'll work a double tonight yeah <laughs> fucking they heard us raving about their match and they're like fuck we're coming out there again saving this show they come out it's a lucha brawl but three on two here but someone comes in for the save kurt stallion from 205 live uh in a nice dress shirt mm-hmm. uh, helps out lucha house party as they chase off leaving the three guys staring down the other three guys 
And uh, a little later on after that, they announced that it's a match. Uh, sorry, a little later on, they, they run into each other backstage. And Santos says to Kurt Stallion, you know, you think you're so tough. You think you're so slick interrupting our business. Well, you know what? Next week, step up. I'll put the title on the line. So round two of Dusty Classic is Legado del Fantasma versus Lucha, Lucha House, House Party. Party. And we've got next week, Kurt Stallion, finally in NXT. Yeah. He- heard a lot about this guy. Yeah. Heard a lot. Apparently he's challenging this do- dude. Well, he's um, not wearing the headband, but he's got a dress shirt. He looked like a like a musician in an orchestra here. <laughs> like, huh? No, that, that's that's the attire. Just like black shirt. Black shirt, black trousers. Yeah. Your hair slicked back slightly. You look like a, like a bartender. Or, or like a bartender. A guy, like yep. a wedding who works there. Um, I'm looking forward to the match. I, I think it's it's good. We finally get to see Kurt Stallion on TV. Hopefully it's a bit of a banger. I like Santos Escobar as well. I think he looks the part. I think he, his promo's pretty strong as well. Um, it's just a shame that the dialogue he's using seems to be building up to eventual Jordan Devlin match, which I'm mm. not too interested in seeing, but I think it's something inevitably that's going to happen whilst we have these two cruiserweight championships running around. They both are saying similar things. Yeah. Like we're the real champion, essentially. So eventually, yeah, there's got to be some sort of Worlds Collide show between Finn and Walter and maybe Escobar mm. and Devlin, I, I guess is where we go. Um, yeah. We have Killian Dane and Drake Maverick backstage and they're being interviewed about the dusty cup before dane can step in drake steps up and says uh 2020 i had its ups and downs but i'm i'm walking in now with a beam of light a new partner my partner and just goes off doing the classic baby face promo and we're gonna win this damn thing we're a team and we're the best team and then dane goes hey that was a that was all right that was a pretty good promo and then slaps him on the back and walks off and Drake is selling the the slap and goes, wait, I, I still don't have your number. And walks off. <laughs> Fantastic. Wrestling. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they're doing the, the, the guys that don't get along, but they do. They're, they're, and they're doing it fine. Um, it's, it's a bit of a more comedy act, not particularly my cup of tea, but I do think Drake is a good performer. And yeah. Dane is, is good at being just the the mean, big, moody man. They're playing their parts. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Well, are you ready for the main event of the evening? Welcome to the fight pit. They give a like the the a ring announcer. She has this epic entrance where she says just that. Welcome. She she taken whatever Finn's been on because she was she matched him with intensity. That's here. What I mean, what was going on? Welcome to fight pit. They don't drug test. I don't have any friends either, Finn. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Welcome! I loved it. I was in. I was like sucked She's in. She's good. I, yeah. I do like Sorry. her. Sorry. We're, we're, who is this? I don't um, know who it is. Oh, I, yeah. I blank blanking on her name. Yeah. She she did a good job here. Good job. Sino. Yeah. Who's uh, the ring announcer for NXT? So uh, everyone's got to start somewhere. So we start off, and um, it's like the walk-ups. Like uh, I don't remember them doing this last time. Did they? Walk-ins I don't remember these stairs going to the top. It looked awesome, the way it was lit and everything. It was what? Lit. Yeah. So we get the classic UFC-style, MMA-style walk-ins where they walk up this, like, cage thing. Uh, Alicia Taylor. That's thank who you. It is. Thank yeah, you. Thank you, Sino. Uh, there's um, – Sino's like our, our Jimmy. Like Joe Rogan's kind of, hey, Jimmy, pull that up too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sino, you ever do, DM- you ever do DMT, Sino? 
<laughs> uh, Joe Rogan had The Undertaker on this week. That's a must listen, I think. I haven't listened to it yet, but Rogan and uh, Undertaker? Sounds lit. Uh, pull it up. Pull it up, Jimmy. So Fight Pit. We get the old school walk-ins and... Um, and we see Drake is the ref. Drake, uh, not Kurt Angle, but uh, Tan Drake. And it's the fit, the fight pit. And Vic Joseph says, um, it's, here are the rules. Like you have to, there's no pinfall. It's submission or knockout only. And it can only take place. The, 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 the knockout or submission can only take place in the pit. The fight pit, that is. What other pit would there be? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sarlacc pit? <laughs> what pit are we talking about? Sarlacc fight pit. <laughs> yeah, Vic just with this random pit behind him, the, I guess. The fight pit. Yeah. I mean, that's he's like making no, sure. No other pit. No other pits. Not Brad. <laughs> no other. Just the fight pit. Um, bless Vic Joseph. I love him. Uh, they are fighting up top now. It's a, it's a fight pit, but the match starts off and they're fighting like around the ring on this like scaffolding, like old school wrestling here, scaffold match around the ring here. And they're beating the hell out of each other. Thatcher hits a suplex on Champa and it's like wooden like boards covered up with something, but like you can hear the, the slamming of them whenever they do a move on each other. Champa comes back though with like a flying knee to the head and then pushes him into like the post and just kneeing him there. They go to picture in picture and during this they like both get down into the pit so the match like officially starts and when we come back it's Champa who hits him with like a flying knee and another like V triggers here but it's kind of they're definitely playing it up like it's a UFC fight that ca- the camera angles mm. and the, the way they're rolling around and like someone mounts the other guy in the fighting and stuff. There's then Thatcher who does like a suplex throw and then a Kimura type submission here. And then, like I mentioned, he gets on top of the full mount, but then like bends Champa's fingers and then like slams it down to the, to the mat and Champa just starts screaming in agony. And I was like, wow, I don't think I've ever seen Champa scream before. And then that's exactly what Vic Joseph says. He's like, whoa, I don't, when have we seen this guy like scream yeah. out in agony? Cause he's kind of a badass. Uh, the ref is now checking on. Uh, sorry, it's Champa who gets hit with that and he's screaming and then Thatcher locks in the sleeper hold. Champa low blows him to get out of it. And as the ref is kind of checking on Thatcher's balls, Champa uses the referee to kind of lift up Thatcher as like the ropes in the situation to hit the Willow's bell using the ref. And the ref's like, it was, hey. it was almost like, uh, Evil, when evil he does Uno? the magic ca- killer. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uses the ref. I was going to say Evil Uno also does referee-assisted moves. Oh, he does the guy hold his leg. That's right, yeah. Um, so he, he hits he hits the Willow's bell, but it's he can't pin him. So it's only mm. submission or knockout. They then get back to their feet, and they're like just slugging it out. Classic strike fest here. Just total like a, again, like an MMA fight. But... Champa gets him in like a, a guillotine hold and then DDTs him into the cage and then hits the fairy tale ending. That was cool because it we see the the classic throwing a guy against the cage and then putting their hands and pretending they hit their head. But this he had him in that kind of DDT like yeah, bulldog the hold. Gr- gravat. The gravat think, yeah. and just rammed him against the pole. Looked so simple and was probably very safe, but not really seen something like that in a cage and you're like oh yeah that would hurt that yeah. would do it it looked great and then he hits him with the fairy tale ending but then puts him in his own sleeper hold so thatcher now squirming and the visual here was great where the camera's on top of them and thatcher's just reaching out screaming and, and being choked out here but he eventually gets up lifts champa and then like turns it around and locks in his own sleeper here Champa gets out of that. Champa then gets kind of thrown into the corner where the cage 
there's a little hole, a little gap in between where the cages kind of meet on each side of the ring. Champ is like wedged in between there. As he's there, Thatcher kind of pulls him out of it. But while he does, he grabs his leg. Champ is now like upside down. Thatcher locks in a stretch muffler, mm. the Brock lock to some. It's always the Brock no, lock to it, me. It's the stretch muffler. <laughs> and both and are great names. Yeah, he's got it locked in. But then he does like this thing where he grips, he like cups his hands together like a full Nelson or other submission holds here, making the the like intensity of this move way more like the bend, just bending Champa mm. upside down, gripping him here. And Champa is forced to tap out. Timothy Thatcher is undefeated in the fight pit. Yeah. Wow. It's good to see a guy have a match that's his that he actually wins. Yes. The Undertaker so, didn't win a lot of cells back in the day. No, like, well, Foley never won a cell. And he was like, it's my match. You'll put my career on the line. Put me in a cell. It's like, why? You're not good at them. Uh, um, this was great. Uh, I, I think I preferred their first match more. Right. I, I didn't quite get enough actual sort of wrestling MMA from it. Uh, they got a bit more towards the end, but I think it's just the nature of it being kind of commercial in the middle and all that sort of stuff. Once you put a commercial in, it killed, there wasn't that much time. No. It took a chunk of it out. So it's like, well, like if you're going long, I get it. And they did, but it's still, it bums it out when it's. It, they didn't have a, a huge overrun either. It was yeah. a couple of minutes it felt, but not, too much. Um, I think I preferred the Matt Riddle one as well because that did have a bit more of that MMA style. Had but angle. that being said, there was some really cool stuff in this. Um, yeah, this was still awesome. There to was watch. still some really cool stuff. I just thought the overall package of the first one I preferred, and I think I I preferred their singles match uh, over this. Yeah, I think so too. I, I still really enjoyed this. I loved the whole setup, the way of the the flash photography earlier, the way in the. The setup, the walk-ups, everything felt awesome. It felt visually great. The shots were great. The lighting was great. And it's like you can kind of get away with the stuff during a pandemic because there's no crowd here. Mm. Or it might be not so good with the crowd because they can't really see. Yes. But it looks it looks great. I like the idea of it. I oh, the, pres- see- the presentation's brilliant yeah. for this, I think. Yeah, it looks awesome. And it was two like rough dudes, two badasses here. And Champa kind of having his his hair grown out. Mm-hmm. Kind of looking like uh, uh, like the the old shoveler from Home Alone haircut. Okay, there. yeah. Uh, and but it looks good because he's like the grizzled young vet essentially here. Um, and both of them like duking it out. I think I would have just wanted to see it was getting going and then it like ended. Yeah, I th- I think you could have maybe shaved a bit of time off elsewhere and started this a bit earlier in yeah, the night. I um, think so. Yeah, it needed to, it needed to go a little bit longer to get more of a story. I get the story, but it was a little rushed. They did kind of the respect angle at the end. Yes. And what I think's great about this now is Timothy Thatcher's a guy who his win-loss record isn't the best, but the fact he's undefeated in fight pit, you can now whenever you're ready to make him be the challenger, you've got this. Do you know what I mean? It's it's eventually if it's, oh, we need, we're going to do Thatcher versus Finn for the title. And you go, oh, Thatcher's lost a bunch. You suddenly make it fight pit, you're interested. Because you go, well, Thatcher's never lost at fight pit, you know? So I, I think it's a great tool for him. And it should kind of, I think it should just be kept his match for a while. Fight pit. I, I want to see pe- people in the room are going off like... um Kyle O'Reilly, I think we said last time we'd love to see him fight Pitt. Kyle O'Reilly in a fight Pitt. Yeah, I, th- I think Finn, as I just mentioned, would be cool. 
Uh, Volta, if we ever get him over there, that would mm. be great in a fight pit. But I think for now, it, it should stick as Timothy Thatcher's match. Godzilla versus King Kong in a fight pit. Is Thatcher King Kong? <laughs> Anyone in this fight pit sounds great. Just put someone in a fight pit and treat it like... In fact, the next time they do it, I want more of the build-up. I don't want it just in some back closet room with the the flash photography. I want it even bigger. Yeah, yeah. I feel they Go could out. have had more. Get Kurt Angle again. Get a, another... I want Shamrock, but he's busy in another company, I think. Mm-hmm. Just get MMA-influenced people and do this and it would go off it made sense because of riddle being in the ufc and stuff and whatever but getting someone like kurt angle as the ref or something like it would just be an extra thing it's definitely something that you could build over a couple of weeks and having fuck it watching them trying to cut why there's no weight but fuck it <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. like it's wrestling <laughs> who cares because we we shot on darby and cage way in and then they went on to have a great match yeah. like they didn't need to have a way in no didn't matter whereas this one it's story like with this fight thing it makes sense to have a way in with the photographers and yeah stuff. it's just it's funny it looks great uh i want to see more of that down the line and uh it seems to be they're a tag team now because there's an open slot in the dusty cup oh possibly so they I, did the respect thing yeah i think that's where these guys slide in and could hmm. potentially win the whole damn thing uh, okay. Because they're the the two guys that like the issue was Champo was just kind of being a dick, mm. and Thatcher's like, "Well, I, I'm a dick, and now we're both just two assholes, and we're gonna beat everyone." I guess that makes sense. Poor Shanti, but I'd rather Champa and Thatcher in there, yeah. And then when they get to the finals, they go fight pit tag. So team fight have you pit. got the brackets? Let's have uh, a little. I don't know. Definitely pull these up. Yeah, please. let's get the brackets. Yeah, up. but overall, I really, I really enjoyed the fight pit. I think it's an interesting take on some pro wrestling here. It's it's something different. Like it's kind of like the Lions Den match from back in the day. It's all that cool stuff. But uh, I, I'd say I'd say that match was my match of the night. But honestly, I really love that tag team match with the Lucha House Party. Okay, so Adonis and Troy are apparently out. Yeah. So if you're saying Champa and uh, Thatcher, that means they'll face Nice and Davari in the first round. Okay. They're in this. They're in the same side. They're in this thing. And then they'd go on to face. Colin Strong in round two. Okay. I'm trying to look who the contenders are on the other side. And probably... You know what? On the other side, (laughs) it's probably Lucha House Party or MSK. Looking at at the other side. You've got uh, MSK, Maverick and Dane, Stallion and Grey, Imperium, Lucha House... Sorry, Imperium out. Lucha House Party, Legado del Fantasma, and Bollywood Boys. Wow. I would see MSK or Lucha House Party making the finals. All right, that's who it could right. be. Lucha House Party versus Champa and Thatcher. That's it. We've yeah. got it. Book it. And then they'll do the documentary on Grand Metalik. Yes. Yeah, great. <laughs> they listen. They listen. Um, we did actually put up a poll. Thank you to Mike Hogan, who's been helping us out along with John Cena yeah. on the socials. Thank you. Um, put up a poll asking what your favorite match of the night was. I think we're both saying... Uh, Imperium versus Lucha House yeah, Party. Yeah, I, I, I want to say I really enjoyed the fight pit. I didn't. I, I did think the Riddle one was a bit more uh, explosive. Maybe it was the first one and Kurt Angle, obviously. But I still really liked it. I'd say check it out. It was pretty fun, nitty gritty. But that tag team match was uh, fire, yo. Yep. Well, you guys spoke and fight pit one. Ah, fight pit was your match hey, of the night. I, I, I liked both. Like, honestly, they were really good. To- I, I thought this was a great episode of NXT. I really enjoyed this. I thought bell to bell, the matches were really entertaining. All the segments kind of backstage are progressing the story along. I think, I think NXT has been quietly pretty good the last few weeks. 
Since we had our moan, Brayden. All it took was us to really shit on NXT one week. Yeah. Just have a bad week. And everyone was like, you guys are they're negative. Like, they're like, oh, the NXT's biggest fans don't like us anymore. If, they're, if these guys they're talking don't. about the other t- uh, yeah. channel. Uh, I, I thought... What did I, they want? Lucha House Party. Cool, they've got him. What did they've they got say? Him. Lucha House Party? Who's Grand Metalik? Do we got him? They oh, want to weigh in? Put it on. Put it on. <laughs> <laughs> Fatal 4-Way Iron Man match? Yeah. Uh, let's just take that idea, too. All the things. They listen. Uh, we And hey, you know what? Maybe you are listening and you're involved in, in the show and somehow. And we just... Uh, we love this show. And that's why we continue to talk about it. And we're honest and we'd like to critique and give our, our thoughts on everything. I think we're pretty fair. Um... Sino in the chat rooms suggesting as well for that empty slot, maybe brand new signee Anthony Henry right. could call up his mate JD Drake That'd to be enter cool. the tournament. Yeah, I do like guys. those two. They're pretty good. Yeah, so uh, I guess they're, they're, they realized AEW, and I, we haven't watched AEW yet, and we'll be talking about it tomorrow, 1 o'clock, uh, on Twitch and stuff, but... I, I feel like they're going to be... I, I saw that they're going to be doing a tag team tournament of some capacity, too. So it's interesting seeing NXT, seeing AEW was going elsewhere for talent. So they decided to do it, too. And no one's want... No one... It's got... Everyone wants to work for WWE, I would imagine, right? So it's like, it's got to be hard to say no to that. But I'm definitely excited with some of these new signings. Looks looks great. But uh, here's talk about AEW on that show. Let's go to some feedback. We talked about NXT and what we thought. But forum.postwrestling.com... You post up questions and comments on the post forum. We'll read it here on the show. I'll start with my man, Chris Elliott. He says, what the fuck was that finisher by Casey? Exactly. WTF. <laughs> WTF. I've seen some insane shit over the years, but that was crazy. You want to get the world's attention, you pull something off like that. Now she needs to be a main. Now she needs to maintain that attention. The main event was great and the right man won. Just a shame uh, BT don't show us in picture in picture, so we never knew how they got down off the platform. Wow. You don't see picture in picture mm. when they... Wow. So you've, you've missed some like... To be honest, guy, like I switch off during PNP. Me too. I don't know how they got down from the platform. They walked down. I think they just were like, do you want to take this to the pit? How did Luke Skywalker kick Boba Fett into the pit? He just... Ah! It didn't touch him though. Fairly. It was Boba's jetpack fucked up. Oh, didn't that's it? what it got was. Shot yeah. in he the kicked someone else. We got a Hackman... That reminded me of when Slim J would climb to the top and rotate along all three axes on the way down onto his opponent on NWA Wildside back in the 1990s. I think talking about uh, Casey Katzaro's finisher. Everyone wants to talk about that. I'm going to continue with mystery because that was a quick one. Karrion Cross still sucks. I'm sorry. As much as I meme about Thatcher, he's still more interesting than Cross. That move by Casey was absolutely insane. Loved it. EO returning and picking a fight with almost everyone who has crossed her is great, and now I want to see her hold on to the title for a while longer, especially after what happened on Raw this past week. More on that in my question of the week. She should remain in NXT. Thatcher winning sort of surprised me, but I digress. Finish was cool, though. Question of the week. How do you guys feel about Asuka being completely squashed and having none of her offense sold by Alexa Bliss this week on Raw? Do you think it did severe damage to her? If so, would you have her come back to NXT full-time and feud with the women there, maybe even EO, similar to what Finn did when he got squashed by The Fiend? Because I would love that and find it almost impossible that she will recover the near burial she got on Monday. Um, Never recover, yeah. I I think she'll be fine. I think the problem is yeah, with I'm, The I'm Fiend, sure. Alexa Bliss, it's just this... Were, like this black hole people get sucked into whenever they're feuding with them there's nothing you can really do and it sucks i think asuka's fine it's yeah it's main roster wwe they they don't think you pay attention 
So it's weird. Um, next week they could have Asuka beat Brock Lesnar if they wanted. Like they, look you, you don't remember what happened it. last week. That's their the way they see it. She's currently women's champion and tag champion. Yeah. I, I didn't see it like that. I didn't see it. Uh, we had it on while we were just twitching and mm. 2Kng and stuff. So I actually watched Raw, guys. I watch Raw sometimes. Technically, kind of, sometimes. We're, we're playing in gaming stuff. But uh, watching that, that was so shit. That was no, so was, bad. Was what bad. the fuck it was, was going front, on? front runner for worst of the year Yeah, so already. Like, Please remind me. <laughs> remind me when it comes to December. Yeah. Be like, Davey, you hated that. Yeah, I'll remind you. It's most likely... Your worst segment of yes. the year. <laughs> I actually thought it was so shit. I didn't understand. I, I don't like this Alexa Fiend thing, and I think it's not working. It looks it looks so terrible. It's so hokey. It's so camp. Oh, can't stand it. Uh, well, I, But you, you did say here, uh, Mystery, that, hey, what if Asuka comes to NXT? I don't see it happening, but imagine Asuka versus EO in WWE programming. The only, the only thing I see it for is to defend the tag titles. Sure. That's the only thing I see it for. Um, I think... EO versus Asuka is something that will happen eventually, but I don't think we're going to see a singles run from Asuka in NXT, personally. Just why are there so many talk shows in wrestling? Oh, there's What's so many talk, talk shows. shows in wrestling. What's with talk shows in wrestling? I get it. Uh, we go to our next bit of feedback from Frank. Fire Frank. He says, now this is the NXT we know and love. Couple of awesome tag matches. Uh, Lucha House Party Imperium was ultra Lucha lit and my match of the night. Some upsets, cool moves. What was that Casey move? Stallion finally showing up and is claiming his shot and the fight pit. More action, less talk. Seeing the fresh signees to the women's roster was cool. Good to see Thatcher get a big win and now his signature match. Wonder what's next for him and Champa. Cool Kyle and the Prince, the dream team we needed. I love they are setting up stuff for next week. The Dusty Cups have given some extra focus there as well. Things are looking up here in the CWC. Eight chat is fires out of ten. Zaya might have bumped it to a nine. I think Zaya saw that that Casey Catanzaro move and was like, you know what, maybe I'll fight next week. I think it's good to rest it for <laughs> yeah, a bit. Yeah. Yeah. We go to Crooked Letter 9. Casey Catanzaro gave us a gift-worthy... <laughs> is that what you just read? No, no, oh. no I'm just laughing. Okay. Everyone's going off on yeah. Casey. <laughs> Casey Catanzaro gave us a gift-worthy treat with her performance tonight. She grabbed a lot of eyes with her finisher. Fight Pit's second go-round made Timothy Thatcher feel like a threat again in his signature match. The Dusty Classic tag matches were good, and it was so nice to see Lucha House Party do Lucha things without handcuffs. I reckon they could do lucha things with handcuffs. Graham and Talik like, just walks the ropes with no hands. No hands. So, yeah. Thank God the show addressed Kurt Stallion's title shot, and I'm glad he's getting it next week. NXT keeps trucking along. And the last one here, Jesse Amorial. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Casey Catanzaro has star written all over her. Davey, last week you identified both of the grizzled young vets as scousers. James Drake is actually from Blackpool. I don't blame you, though, because he, too, wears red scarf. He really should be tangerine. Up the seasiders, am I right? Take care. To be fair, I've never heard him talk. Uh, If he talks and sounds like Peter Kay, then, yeah, I guess he's from... Yeah, it's true. Gibson cut the promo and you said, all these scousers. And he just comes out with his red scarf on. Right. Uh, Did not know that. Thank you, Jesse. Yeah, Jesse, uh, Jesse, I think he thinks he's a Brit. I think he's more British than I am. Yeah, at this I think point. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, I heard he's coming back to the six. He is. Yeah. Is he? Is this rumors? Rumor, not, rumor has it. It's not like we can hang out. Rumor with him has anyways. it. So yeah, uh, that's all the feedback there. Thanks guys for writing in. We appreciate your feedback on uh, those shows. Will we do impact? How are we going to do impact? Uh, sorry, impact. Um, you do the impact forums as well. Maybe we should do it up on like uh, 
Facebook group for the AEW feedback threads, maybe or something, because we don't want we don't want to take over on the post thing, but maybe on the f- Facebook if anyone or just Twitch or we just do live. I think we'll yeah, keep it kind maybe. of have how we've done it. Yeah, and sure. Do it live in the Twitch room. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so that was NXT. I'd say two thumbs up. I really like the direction they're going. They literally, I know someone in, in the feedback there was like, "Yeah, let's talk more action, a little less conversation, a little more action." Absolutely, that's, that's what we want, that's and what that's we what got. we got. We got a fight pit too. Well, we've got a lot more talk and a lot less action coming up because we've got so many shows, as we mentioned. BDE, sorry, BD Elite. Yes. Oh, I'm doing it now. BD Elite. Tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. That's Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time for that show. Please join us in the Twitch room. And I believe also Friday night, 6.30 Eastern, as a kind of lead into SmackDown, uh, John Ceno and Mike Hogan are going to take over the feed and... Just talk movies and TV, and I think this week they're going to do a bit of a WandaVision chat. Um, we're not taking away from WH and Way. Uh, theirs is going to be much more thorough. This is going to be like a chilled conversation with the Twitch room. So come in and talk Marvel with us guys before I'll probably sit down and play 2K while we watch SmackDown. While you watch so- SmackDown? All of That's this. a good show lately. SmackDown's been great. Yeah. yeah, I'm enjoying SmackDown. So go again, twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast. We do the NXT post show live after NXT every Wednesday night. Come join if you ever, if you've never checked it out. You don't have to pay or anything. If you want to join and just watch and follow us and just watch the feed and see what we look like. Uh, and then again, we play Jackbox games and we Twitch WW2K, Big Bird's the BD title holder in the game somehow. Uh, I think, actually, no, Toriano pinned him. Toriano's defended yeah. a couple of times. So we're pretty interactive that way. You can always follow us at Up Next Podcast, the Twitter and the Instagram. And of course, patreon.com slash upnext. Only $5 a month gets you access to every show we've ever done in that back catalog of all the Patreon shows, best matches ever, all that stuff, including all the stuff going on this month in January. And we're working on a February schedule, which is going to be banging too. So five bucks a month only gets you access to all these podcasts we do. So uh, go check that out. Absolutely. And we'd like to... Th- finish we haven't done this for a few weeks yeah. but it doesn't mean we don't love you we'd like to finish with some thank yous to all the people um that are a patron and help us keep this show for free each and every week um so just to name a few i'd like to thank spells dinkle thank you very much spells dinkle shout out spells dinkle. shout out spells dinkle also a shout out to cody latinville hey th- oh cody oh that's one of my that's your mate yeah high school buddies thank you cody a big big shout out to kieran joints thank you kieran a big shout out to lance Lan- just lance 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 not yeah. archer i like on friday night lights landry oh. joins the team lance and Durano. coach taylor is like lance is a, uh, landry's a silly name so landry. just calls him lance all lance. the time and a big thank you to sean Meehan. Yes, and a big thank you to Faulty Rob. Shout out. And then, to- wait, this I just said thanks to Faulty Rob, and then the next guy's name on the list is Thomas. <laughs> so technically it's Faulty Rob Thomas, which is impossible because Rob Thomas is not faulty. He's the <laughs> fucking greatest man to ever walk this earth. Uh, shout out Faulty Rob, and shout out to just Thomas. Shout out to yeah. both of you. And shout out to CH. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's weird. I work for CHCH. I wonder if they... It's your boss. Support. My boss is on my Patreon. Yeah. Oh, I hope not. What? oh <laughs> Hopefully he's not hearing all the shit you're talking about him <laughs> on behind the BDE. That's how <laughs> you get Gotta check it what kind of subscription he has. <laughs> Thank you to Maddie B. Appreciate you, my friend. You're always in the Twitch streams. And a shout out to MCF. 
I'm assuming no relation to MJF, but MCF. I mean, it could be. It, we don't know. It could be. Could but be. thank you to all these people, all the people that make uh, make us run and continue pushing us and letting us podcast and do what we love to do. And to anyone who just listens to this show, we appreciate it. And again, on this free feed, uh, Deep Impact Weekly, we'll be adding BD Elite in February, all the free podcasts as well. So uh, we won't pinch your pockets. But if you want to hear more from us, you know where to go. Uh, thank you for listening. I think that's it. I think that is everything. Yeah. Uh, I myself, Brayden Harrington, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. And uh, soon you'll be hearing all the, the new themes we have for these new shows. Oh, too. sexy new themes. Should we debut the new one for BD Elite tomorrow? I think so. Oh, I think so. It's yeah. a cracker. It's a banger. Banger. Listen to those two because I make beats sometimes. But thank you for listening. Uh, and hey, uh, if you're in America, um, you know, I'm afraid of Americans. David Bowie taught me that. But I uh, <laughs> hope you're you're doing all right. And uh, love over hate always. And uh, take care of yourselves and your family and all that stuff. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And uh, thanks for letting us talk about the fight pit. <laughs> Ahoy! Two. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.